Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of The Pursuit of Profit. I'm Chris Angel, your co-host, here with the nation's profit coach and financial planner, Leanne Ozane-Smith. Leanne, hello, Hi, lady. How hello, are you? hello. Good. Couldn't be better. Good. This is episode four in a five-part series. So we are dealing with frequently asked questions. <laughs> and um, I like this one today because there's, um, <laughs> it feels kind of <laughs> like, a, do I need permission for this to happen? <laughs> like, can I really do this? So what is the question that you get? Okay. The question I get is, um, it's kind of comes with nail tapping and like okay. sometimes nail biting. It's like, are oh. you sure? Yeah. So it's, it's <laughs> like, um, are you sure? Are you absolutely sure that I am allowed to take profit off the top? Because mm. I thought that profit was what's left over after I paid bills. That's so what I that's think. that's a fun thing to talk to people about. Right. Like that's actually how I was taught what profit is. It's income minus expense equals profit. Like, yeah. In an accounting class. Yeah, that's true. Right. That's my problem. <laughs> in, a book, in a bookkeeper's office. That's true. In the real world with real entrepreneurs and the flow of cash and yeah. how things work in my world, we take profit twice. And that's one thing that people love about wow. the way that their profit plans work is they do it twice. Wow. Um, so which I have to explain. So, okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'll pick on myself. Let's just do this. Okay. I can remember, um, with the first business that I started, uh, and I, I feel like I've shared this story on the, on our podcast where, um, I had like $40,000 of profit and I remember oh, walking yeah. it into my financial yeah. planner's office and saying, get this invested, get it away from me. Yeah. Um, and it was because at the time that I did that, I had been in business long enough to learn that my business would take and consume every single dollar, wow. every single moment of my time yeah. and every single resource that I could possibly give it. Like it is this voracious machine. No, it's this voracious monster yeah, that yeah. just wants to consume everything yeah. around it, yeah. right? Yeah, without, yeah. without regard to anything else. It's your business just takes on a life of its own um, and it wants to spend all of your money. Really so good. if I can get people to remember that that's true yeah. and get agreement, they're like, they're nodding. They're like, you're right. That has been my experience. Okay, mm -hmm. great. Um, and so when, when that is the truth, then the business owner's responsibility is to be the person with the, with the armor mm -hmm. and the sword mm -hmm. that's like, like hell are you coming through this door and consuming every resource that I have? Mm -hmm. Cause I have been there, Chris, where, my business consumes every dollar that every dollar of profit I made, every dollar of nonprofit that I made, and even some line of credit dollars that got dumped in, right? Like I found that with my first business that is just out of control mm -hmm. because I too, this is why I can talk about this from a place of authenticity, not just because I meet with tons of entrepreneurs, but because I've done this, right? Where all I did was put every dollar that the business made back into the business. But I didn't realize at the time when I was doing that, that I was actually creating the monster that wanted to destroy me, right? Mm -hmm. So at some point, I remember consciously thinking, if I don't get some of this money away from my business, then I will have nothing for my business in the case of an emergency. Ooh. And so that's when I, yeah. and at the time it was really fear motivated, like, Ooh, I gotta do this. But I started to create this muscle back then of, well, wait a minute, here's how this is going to go. I'm taking money right off the top every single month. And I still do this to this day. Mm. I take money right off the top. So if a hundred thousand dollars comes in, I take one to 5% right off the top and I send it away to safety. Mm. Here's why. 
if you go to a buffet <laughs> um, and you're in this buffet line and they hand you an entree plate, which is yeah. the big ass plate, yeah, right? Yeah. The entree uh, plate. You're uh, going through the buffet. When you go through the buffet, what are you going to do to that plate? Oh man, I'm going to fill that sucker up so big. Yeah, right? So you're going to fill it up completely and you're going to go sit down and you're going to eat it. And then maybe you might go back for seconds with the same entree plate and you will consume way more than you intended to or want to. And you will feel like Templeton in Charlotte's Web rolling out of the fair. <laughs> uh, right? Nice reference. Yeah, that takes me back. That's good. Yeah, we were all kids once. Yep. Um, and now we're parents reading that book to kids, or at least I am. <laughs> so you, you have an entree plate and you are going to fill it up. Mm-hmm. But what if instead of an entree plate, I give you a salad plate, right. like, you know, a small salad plate, you're going to go through the line and you're going to fill up the salad plate, but you're not going to put as much on there. Probably so, be pickier too about what I put on there. Absolutely. Cause it's like, well, this is what I have to work with. And even yeah. though you mentally know you can go back through the line. Yeah. There is a selection process that happens when you don't have the big plate, you have the small plate. Yep. Maybe this is the worst analogy I can come up with, but I'm it's liking the only it. I can think of, right? I'm kind of hungry too, so it's working for me right now. Like. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, so when I'm starting to coach with people, I tell them my job is to help you use a salad plate. That mm-hmm. is my first job. If I can get you to a salad plate, then you're in good shape. So one of the ways that we do that is we force our business to live on less. Right? Like we force it. We say, um, no, you may not consume every resource, my time, my money, my energy. You may not consume it all. And so there are other people far more skilled at teaching you how to protect your time and your energy. That is not my bag, right? I go to coaches for that. (laughs) Yeah. But protecting your money and protecting your profit, yeah, that's my bag. That's Mm -hmm. that's what we do in my practice. Mm -hmm. So that's the backstory about the why. Why do I make, in air quotes, people take profit off the top? That's because we want their business to right. live on less. Got it. So by taking profit off the top, I'm basically saying to my business, you get the salad plate, not the buffet plate, right? Like if yeah. I don't take profit off the top, then I'm basically saying to my business like, hey, here's the big, you know, the big ass plate, like go help yourself to whatever you want to have. And my business says, thank you very much. And they just load it up. Yep. Because they have all the resources. But if I take resources off the table, it makes the plate smaller that the, that the business has to operate from. Yeah. That's what you're saying, right? That is what I'm saying. And I would also like, maybe the, the addendum to that is um, when businesses go through um, the process, let's just pick on the guys who like go on Shark Tank or yeah. the guys that, you know, go down to Silicon Valley and do the VC, like mm-hmm. raise capital, or even the guys that go to the local bank and get a business loan. My observation has been with those businesses that I've, you know, where I'm privy to their numbers is like, wait a minute, guys, before you had this infusion of a million dollars from an outside source, you bootstrapped this thing. You right. made it happen, right? right. Like you made it, ha- you gave yourself like, a tea plate. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even a salad plate. Like you bootstrapped it. And then as soon as that infusion of capital comes in or that big contract is won, or we get the business loan and all of a sudden the scale to spend just goes boom. And I can tell you, I've watched businesses fail because of just that. Right? So this concept of um, the more we earn, the more we spend is true. But it's also true that the more we have, the more we spend, right? Mm. So if that, ha- like in the case of venture capital money, we didn't earn it or bank right. loan, we didn't earn it, but we, right. we have it. And so because, and business owners with their money have this really interesting um, 
I, I have this problem too. It's like when it's business money, we pay top dollar for everything. We're like, yeah, I need those Bose headphones for my <laughs> things. Yeah. But we don't, we don't even shop around. Like we're not frugal because we're spending a business's money. And so the point of that is, mm. all of that is that when we have that much money, we will spend it. Or if we put it in the context of if your business has that much money, it will consume it all. Which right. is part goes back to that question last time of how do I pay myself? <laughs> Am I allowed to pay myself? So when I'm working with people, we create a mechanism in their profit plan where we grab a certain percentage and it just is a discipline. That's all it is. We grab a certain percentage off of top line income yep. and we send it to safety. Mm-hmm. And what I see people go through is they go through this like in, um, emotional anxiety, like, Ooh, I'm not comfortable with that. Hmm. I'm calling it profit, like send it away to profit because that money is not going to get spent on business expenses. Therefore it is profit. Right. It will be profit. Like yeah, like so that. we're sending it to safety far, far hmm. away from our everyday operations <laughs> yeah. and <it's> there. <laughs> um, and what happens is when you create that muscle where you're pushing that, that, that profit across the table into somewhere else that's safe, then it takes time. But I watch stress, fear, worry, doubt fall off of people because they know in their subconscious mind that there is a cushion there. And then what happens? Cause mm-hmm. the question is, Hey, wait, should, are you sure I should take profit off the top? Oh yeah, I'm sure. And by yeah. now everybody listening should be sure as well. Um, because we're ingrained with that thought that profit is what's left over after we've paid our bills. Well, that's traditional accounting and it doesn't work. This is why 60% of businesses that start fail. They fail over money issues. This is a fixable problem, right? So how we do, send that money to profit. To how, say, do we, how do we decide the, the percent that we take off the top? Well, it depends on how, um, how brave you are. Okay. <laughs> when I'm doing profit coaching with people, I quote unquote, make them start with one to 5%. That's the start. And okay. I don't negotiate. I'm like that 1%. I have people pick 1% all the time. And when they pick 1%, it's because they literally do not believe that this is possible. They're like, this is impossible. I'm like, it's possible. And then over time, they yeah. increase it, right? Yeah. They, they have to get, we have to get the business serving the business owner instead of the business owner serving the business. So this is right. one of those mechanisms. Yeah. Like, I like one of your phrases. It's one of those mechanisms with teeth. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like grab it and send it away. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the how. It's one to 5%. But I find that as people get sick of their profitless spending account <laughs> and they make that my favorite phone call, which is they're like, do I have to do this? I'm like, you don't have to do that. <laughs> you can put that in your profit account. Yeah. Um, so people will put it in their profit account. So here's what ends up happening. We get to the end of a quarter or an end of, you, most people are on a quarterly um, where we just profit goes away, goes away, yeah. goes away. Yeah. And then at the end of a quarter, they can make a business decision. So instead of a, you know, salad plate, no, excuse me, an entree plate, or instead of this voracious monster that's consuming everything, I'm now empowered to make a business decision. And that business decision is one of two things. First thing that I see people do is I help them make a business decision. So here we have all these dollars sitting here and it was true legitimate profit because we made sure the business didn't spend it. And now I can make a decision. Um, maybe I'm going to buy that $6,000 MacBook, right? Mm -hmm. 
or yeah. maybe I'm going to go to story brand workshop, which is the business decision I just made. Right. 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 Um, like these, these things, right? Like I made a decision to take a big sum of money and throw it at, back at my business. Mm. But there's also been times that I've been like, I don't want to do that. And I see my clients say, no, I don't want this money going back into my business. I want to use it for something else. Yeah. It's good because then you don't have that perspective. Um, if you, if you don't have that money accruing in an account and growing mm -hmm. uh, and you're just letting the monster eat all your money all the time, <laughs> every day, it never grows. So, you know, a penny here today, who cares? A penny there tomorrow, who cares? But at the end of a quarter and you're like, whoa, there's thousands of dollars just in the account. All of a sudden you're like, what? No, I'm not going to just like let that go wherever. Exactly. It feels exactly. different. My favorite strategy to do is when I can and people let me talk them into it, yeah. I tell them, hold on, just hold on, keep it there, keep it there, keep it there. And then we take that profit account and we plow it into their simple IRA or um, their IRA so that they get every single dollar of that saved for long-term money and mm -hmm. create passive income for their future and get a dollar for dollar tax deduction for that for those dollars that were invested so see that's that i told i've said this a couple times now but that's the that's the whole strategy of or the benefit of having a profit coach who's also a financial planner because you get you get how to move money in ways that you get bigger returns than just dollar for dollar yeah it's it's what we want to help people with Smart. so so good that's that's how that's the answer to the question are you sure we should take profit off the top um yes yes do it yeah <laughs> do it now don't wait <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to do that now. I want to do that yes, now. It's great. I think as we, um, we've, this is the fourth uh, in a series of five and I, uh, episodes. And I feel like um, as we've gone through it, I'm more, I'm not just more encouraged. I actually feel like I'm more equipped, like I'm more emboldened to <laughs> um, do some of the things that I put off simply because they sound annoying. <laughs> Yeah, no, right. Like, no, like to print off my bank statements and take highlighters and to do different things just sounds annoying. But on the yeah. other side of, I could have thousands of dollars in an account that I get to decide where it goes. It could go into an IRA account. It could go into different things for uh, passive income and uh, tax benefits. And like all, all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. This is like the way to win the game. Like this is strategy. This is like awesome. This is empowering. Yep. Uh, and so cool. yet, people don't want to do it. Well, and I, but, and I think what's different is that, and I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, we've known each other for, for years. Yeah. Going on a decade, maybe more, but I feel like, so we've had conversations like this, but there's something about going through this series of these five, when we're in four, but these, these questions that, um, we're just digging into some of the details of it and I'm getting like a little fired up about, <laughs> the process, because it's in the process that I feel like I'm winning. If, if the process doesn't feel like I'm winning, then I don't want to keep doing the process. Right. But if I'm doing a process where I feel like I'm winning, then I'm like, yes, this is, this, I, for so long I've had this as this complicated thing, but it's actually not that complicated. I just need to do it. And that's why you hire coaches is because coaches actually hold your hand to go through it. Yep. Right. Yep. And help you start doing it. Yep. So. I'm always, um, I like my favorite thing is that moment where the, where the entrepreneur, it usually takes three or four sessions. Mm -hmm. um, mm. There is such an outpouring of gratitude. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't have done this. I wouldn't have done this mm -hmm. without you walking me through this process. And now I get it. The yeah. plan is clear to me. Yeah. I own it. It's mine. And it's like, 
gratitude. Like this is an area I was so stuck yeah. and it was holding me back in my business. And now that's, I'm done with that. And yeah. I, that's, that's the breakthrough. That's the reason I do this. Like I could just go be a financial planner. Come on. I'm good yeah, at yeah. that. Yeah. But I just love that breakthrough moment yeah. because I love entrepreneurs. And if you don't get that moment, then you're going to stay with this awful beast in yeah. your background, consuming yeah. all of your time, all of your money and all of your energy. And I think the people who take risks and start businesses deserve better than that. And their yeah. families deserve a lot better than that. So it's, good. <laughs> it's a great episode, Leanne. If people want to learn more about your profit coaching and how to, how, how to start this process with you, where can they go? Uh, to start the process, we need to do a profit discovery call, which is where you talk to me about your business for 40 minutes. I'll ask you some questions and we'll see if there's anything I can do to help you. So Love that's it. that. You go to profitdiscoverycall.com. Nice. Um, and if you want to read my ebook, book in air quotes, because <laughs> it's three pages, <laughs> just go to pursuit-of-profit.com and hit ebook. Hit and that book button. is five money mistakes that you are making and how to fix them tomorrow. I love it. So good, Leanne. Thanks for a great episode. We're, we're going to wrap this up in the next episode with the fifth question that you get asked. So I look forward <laughs> to seeing you then. Okay. Bye. <laughs>